Believe in Twins with Cammie Raisler. And I'm your host, Cammie Raisler. I hope everyone's having a great day. We have a lot to talk about today, and it's not going to be that Twins-focused. It's more so going to be Field of Dreams-focused, as we just wrapped up the second MLB game to ever be played in Iowa. The Cubs beat the Reds last night just outside of Dyersville, Iowa. So we're going to chat about that and the possibility of the Twins ever being the team chosen to play at the Field of Dreams movie site. But first, we do need to talk about some big news per reports about Carlos Correa. Not surprising news by any means, but new reports today are saying that Carlos Correa is likely to opt out of his contract and become a free agent at the end of the year. The Twins surprised everyone in the offseason before the 2022 season. They um, really made it look like they were here to play, here to play for the, the playoffs and beyond in the 2022 season. They ended up signing Carlos Correa for a three-year, $105.3 million contract. However, he was able to opt out or he is able to opt out after one year of the contract. And Carlos Correa really hasn't been doing what we expected in Minnesota. He's batting about 264 with 13 home runs, but None of it's really been explosive or clutch when the Twins need it in close games. He's been a fantastic shortstop, as expected. But um, honestly, in my personal opinion, with Royce Lewis returning next year at some point, probably early in the spring, he's rehabbing right now, Carlos Correa really isn't going to be needed. Yes, Correa would get the job over Royce Lewis. However, why do we need two great shortstops, two great first-round picks in the same position on the same team. And Carlos Correa is going to be looking to really get on a team that's going to pay him well, but also a team that really has a chance. And the Twins have not proven themselves at all. Right now, they are no longer in first place in the American League Central. And it's really going to come down to the wire in the American League Central with the Guardians as well as the White Sox and the Twins all really close there at the top. But the Twins just are not good against good teams. So, quite frankly, what's the point of even making the playoffs? Because you probably will not win. The Twins have a lot of work to do to, you know, show that they they can make it deep into the playoffs or even past the first round of the playoffs. So we will see how the rest of this season plays out. But as it stands, Correa, who is a right-handed batter in a tough right-handed ballpark, He um, does not have plans, according to reports today, to stick with the team after this season. So the only way that Correa is going to stick around, in my personal opinion, this is not from Correa himself, but the only way that he's going to stick around is if the Twins prove to him that they are here to play and they need to have some other players really pick it up. Um, We obviously have a lot of injuries right now, so that's not helping. However, this month of August, we have some tough series coming up. We do play the Astros down in Houston and the Red Sox at the end of this um, month. And they play the Royals here coming up So after the Angels series. So we have to do well. I'm sorry, I keep saying we. The Twins have to do well against the Royals for sure. And we do need some more 
Pepin everyone's step, including Carlos Correa. So it's kind of disappointing to see the reports because you want him to be happy in Minnesota and see promise in Minnesota. But if he doesn't see promise in Minnesota, how can anyone else? So again, that's the big news out today on this Friday morning. Carlos Correa likely to opt out of his contract and become a free agent per reports. Um, That will come at the end of this season and likely another team that's willing to pay him that really could be in contention in years to come, would be picking him up. Um, He's only 20, 27 years old. He'll be turning 28. So he turns 28 in late September. So that's the news here on this Friday. Now we have to talk about the big game that took place in Iowa, the second MLB game to ever take place in the state of Iowa, the Chicago Cubs are victorious. The Chicago Cubs beat the Cincinnati Reds with a final score of 4-2. to two. Unfortunately, no home runs, so no corn shots, as I like to call them. No home runs hit out into the corn there at the original movie site of the Field of Dreams movie. Of course, that's a Kevin Costner film. He was the main star. Ray Liotta played Shoeless Joe Jackson in it. It was shot back in 1988. That movie came out in 1989. It grossed millions uh, after having a very small budget when that movie was first created. So uh, a good movie, a classic. People still watch that movie today, and these baseball games have only helped. These two MLB games have only helped, I, I think, a majority of folks that come to the games. It's a pretty penny. First, there's a, a lottery in Iowa. For anyone in Iowa who wants to get a ticket, they put their name in, they get picked, they get a ticket, and then they can sell those tickets. And a lot of people do resale. So it's if you live in Iowa, it's very smart to at least put your name name in the running because you will make money off those tickets. But anyway, a lot of people that come to the game, they watch the movie beforehand because they want to get the full experience. And I fully encourage that. I've been fortunate to go to both games Went last year when the White Sox walked off against the Yankees after Stanton and Judge hit home runs in the ninth. And then, of course, Tim Anderson hit the walk-off two-run shot. Fireworks and everything. It was a magical experience there last year. And then the Cubs beating the Reds this year. So we've had two games, two Chicago teams winning, which is perfect for the fans. Um It's really been a great experience for everyone, I think, involved. And... In my career, I'm a, I'm a TV reporter, TV anchor, and I've covered a lot of sporting events. And I have to say that the Field of Dreams game is my favorite. I've covered MLB All-Star Games, Super Bowls, NCAA tournaments, a few different places, and the Little League World Series even I went to for work. And the Field of Dreams game is just something different. It's something that is so out of the ordinary and so peaceful. I grew up in North Dakota, so Iowa is very similar. You know, you have the corn, you have the farmers, and you have the small town generosity and folks that get excited when bigger things come to town. Not for a long time, you know, but just make a stop there here and there. So let's talk about the Field of Dreams in general. It's right outside of Dyersville, Iowa. Dyersville is about 4,000 people, population 4,000 Ish. This has been the site where tourists come and they can have a catch. If you've watched the movie, that's a phrase used. Have a catch. They have a catch at the Field of Dreams movie site. The corn is in the outfield of the baseball field that they used for that movie. This was just a farm. It was a farmstead that was there. The movie director said 
this is where we want to shoot this movie. They asked the farmer and they said, sure, okay. They had to move out of their house for the time of the shooting, uh, the shooting of the film. And then that farmstead was eventually sold. And it's an undisclosed amount, but I think rumor has it. It was around $5 million that farmstead was sold for years ago. So a lot of money for that farmstead, really just because of the movie. And in reading up on the movie and the producers and director and the folks that put this movie together, they weren't fully confident about this movie being successful. However, here we are 30 plus years later and... People are talking about it now more than ever. I know I watched it growing up, but I've rewatched it since in these past few years a couple times just to, you know, take it all in. So when I get there, I obviously know what I'm talking about, but also just to take a look at how the movie really had a good message, a few different messages. And Shoeless Joe Jackson is a big part of that movie, and anyone who loves baseball knows that Shoeless Joe Jackson was one of the baseball greats. He's still banned, however, from the MLB today, and there's been a lot of talk about reinstating him or taking him off that banned list, but he's still on it. Um, Even Manfred has had talks about it and said, no, he's He's still going to stay there. I cannot make this call. Commissioners in the past said he should still be banned. So I cannot make the call to take him off that list so he can eventually be in the Hall of Fame, even though many people think he should be in the Baseball Hall of Fame. So who is Shoeless Joe Jackson? Well, Shoeless Joe Jackson played around 1910 to 1919. 1920 was officially the year he was banned. Why was he banned? He was banned because in 1919, the Chicago White Sox played the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. And eight players on that White Sox team were accused of getting $5,000 apiece to throw the series and purposely lose the series. And Shoeless Joe Jackson was one of those players. They're now dubbed the Black Sox. And in the Field of Dreams movie, those were the players that came out of the corn. So Shoeless Joe Jackson came out of the corn and played on that field. And Kevin Costner and his family were the only ones that could actually see these players. So now when you go to the Field of Dreams, they are called the ghost players. So if you ever visit the movie site, you'll see sometimes uh, they do it on Saturdays, typically in the summer. There will actually be guys there wearing the full wool White Sox, the old retro White Sox uniforms that those players wore. And they're now, those eight players are dubbed the Black Sox. Now, this went to court, et cetera, and they were actually not convicted of anything. But the commissioner of baseball at the time said, nope, you're done, you're banned, get out. And Shoeless Joe Jackson was one of the best players in the league. He was batting 400 plus. Now, the only other player that was better than him was Ty Cobb at the time. So Shoeless Joe Jackson was a great player. He got his nickname because one game he had, rumor has it, one game he had blisters on his feet. So he ran the bases. He played the game without shoes on. And he became known as Shoeless Joe Jackson. Now Shoeless Joe Jackson played in the outfield in that World Series. And people have, there's a controversy that he let too many balls go by him for triples for the Reds. So that's how they think he was a part of you know, purposefully losing these games. However, other than that, he was perfect. He didn't have any errors. He actually hit, uh, he had more hits in that World Series, I think. Don't quote me now, but I think he had more hits in that World Series than anyone has ever had in a World Series. So was he really trying to throw it? Hmm, many speculate. However, he is still banned from baseball. Ray Liotta 
played Shoeless Joe Jackson in that movie, the Field of Dreams movie. And uh, of course, if you remember, Ray Liotta has passed away. He passed away two and a half months ago. So last night at the game, they did have a tribute for Ray Liotta, who was a big part of that movie. Now, going back to the 1919 World Series, as I mentioned, the Reds were the opposing team. So interestingly enough, the Reds were a part of the game in 2022 at the Field of Dreams movie site, and they were wearing the retro uniforms that the 1919 World Series champion Reds did wear. So fun to see the players wearing the old school uniforms. So back to whatever the heck I was rambling about, it's it's interesting to go to the Field of Dreams and some of those memories, maybe when you were younger watching the movie, they come back to you. Or if you just watched it and now you get to see, wow, this is where they actually shot the movie. This is where Kevin Costner sat on the porch to shoot this film. And it's all still there. And they have preserved it quite well. Now that's where the Dyersville drama begins because some people in town don't want the all the people all the tourists yes they love when the people come visit their movie site but they want it to be they want it to be what it was in the movie a quiet a quiet area you can come play catch with your kid and love the game of baseball it's serene there's beautiful sunsets every night and the corn in the outfield you hit home runs into the corn. It can't get any better than that. Well, they've obviously changed it in the past two years. They have this makeshift MLB field that they've put in place. There's a lot of corn in between it. You have to walk through the corn a significant way, a significant ways to get to the actual field where the MLB players play. And quite frankly, it's actually, they've done a really good job. And I think the corn helps with some of the sound because at six o'clock yesterday, I was on the field of dreams, the actual field of dreams, which is over by the house and the MLB game was starting and the, you know, there's 8,000 seats there. So it was a packed house and I couldn't hear a thing. I couldn't even tell if the game had started. So it was that quiet. So it's that far away. And I think the corn helps with the sound a little bit it keeps the sound down and it was just interesting that was a weird perspective I had yesterday but it's it's really cool it's really cool fans walk they park out in a field they walk into the movie site area where there's that beautiful baseball field that they used for the movie then the fans have to figure out how they get to the MLB stadium. So many people are like, whoa, what, how, how in the world do I get there? Well, you know what you do? You walk to center field of the Field of Dreams field, and you have to walk through the corn. There's rows that are cut out a little bit so that more people can walk through, but really it's one by one. You file in through the corn and eventually make your way to a pathway. And then you walk around the uh, outfield wall so you you can't go to right field you have to walk to center around center field and out to left field and then you eventually get to the back side of the stadium where you walk up to your seats and it's just something out of a movie it literally is tickets extremely expensive if you're not from Iowa I spoke with people from all over the country at the game last night I mean I don't know how many people I spoke with from Texas and I'm like, what, what are you doing here? They're like, this is a once in a lifetime thing. You got to do it. 
you love the movie, you got to come check out. And they didn't even have a team playing. They were Rangers fans. So really special to see the people that spent a lot of money to check out the Field of Dreams. And for me to just be there because I'm close by, close-ish by, is about three hours from where I live, I'm really lucky to be able to go to this event. And I cannot say enough how good of a job they do there in Dyersville, Iowa. First of all, the movie site is preserved phenomenally. But once they started having these MLB games these past two years, the volunteers, typically from Iowa, maybe Minnesota, Wisconsin, some from Illinois, the volunteers are all so helpful. There's so many of them. And they're the kindest people. And it's just an awesome experience. The movie site has been preserved so well. It's so fun just seeing where that movie was shot, where the girl in the movie falls off the bleachers. That field's there. The corn is there. And they baby that corn like nobody's business. If you grew up on a farm like me, you know that a farmer does not typically plant corn in the same field two years in a row. Well, these farmers have been forced to because they need the corn out there. So that corn is babied. It is fertilized with the best fertilizer you can possibly have. And it's watered if there's not enough rain. And it looks good. And they do a great job. They, um, both years... They put the MLB logo in it last year, a little corn maze. This year they did the logos of the teams, the old school logos. And you've seen the drone shots probably. Beautiful. Just beautiful. And you, if you go to the game, which again, it's a pretty penny. It's costly if you're from Iowa even, but last night before the game, any ticket available was around six to $700, unless you wanted standing room only, which I would not recommend. There's really nowhere to stand and there's a lot of people standing. So It's not as fun if you have to stand. Um, If you could get a seat, that would be great for you. But they're not cheap tickets, okay? But would I go every time if I could? Absolutely. It is the best baseball experience that I've had, and I've been to a lot of baseball games. So will the Minnesota Twins ever play at the Field of Dreams? That's a question a lot of people probably have because the Twins are close by. What about the Twins White Sox? Now, the Minnesota Twins obviously do not play a role in the Field of Dreams movie because the players coming out of the corn, the Minnesota Twins, did not exist in 1919. So, no, there's no Minnesota Twin involvement in that movie, but there's a lot of Minnesota Twins fans that like that movie, and there's a lot of Minnesota Twins fans actually in Iowa, and southern Minnesota is not that far away from Dyersville, Iowa. So is it a possibility? Probably. Will they continue to keep a Chicago team in it? I would highly recommend it. I mean, if Iowa folks are buying the tickets, why not? White Sox-Yankees? Right away I was like, why would they not have the Cubs? But the White Sox were the whole movie. So hindsight, after my complaining about why do they not have the Cubs you know, two and a half years ago when they first announced it. That White Sox-Yankees game was one of the best baseball games I've ever been to. I mean, they were hitting home runs left and right, and what's better than watching a game at the Field of Dreams and there's home runs going into the corn all over the place. It was a really good game. Yesterday's game, not as good. It was fine, but it was the Cubs, and the Cubs won. So as I mentioned... Two games at the Field of Dreams. Two Chicago wins. 
Now, I wasn't sure going into yesterday if the hype was still going to be there. When they announced that they were doing a second game at the Field of Dreams site, I thought, hmm, you know, is Kevin Costner going to show up every year? Probably not. In 2021, Kevin Costner walked out of the corn to the music. The players came behind him. He threw out the first pitch. He was wearing his beautiful, like, looked like he was supposed to be on a beach attire, like a wedding on a beach. And he rolls out with his sunglasses and just looks around. And it was a film in 1988 that he thoroughly enjoyed. At least that's the impression I get from him and listening to some things he said, but also people that he worked with at the time, because there's a lot of locals, locals that were in that movie. And I've spoken with quite a few of them there in Iowa, and they only had great things to say about him, which you don't always hear when you're talking about actors or actresses. So anyway, Kevin Costner rolls out of the corn and then the players come behind him. And it's like, like, Am I crying? What is this? Like, this was a beautiful sight. I don't think I've seen a better sight than that. So I was thinking, you know, how do they how do they match that? But you got to think, that place only seats 8,000 people. So only 8,000 people got to see that in person. So all the people, people either came back the next year or they're all new people. And most of the people I spoke with, as I mentioned, were from Texas, California, Cincinnati, all over the place. And they were there for the first time. All smiles, all excited. Many people just shocked by how amazing it really was. If you're not from Iowa or North Dakota or Southern Minnesota or, you know, the country, you don't realize how beautiful it really is out there until you get out there. I grew up on a farm, so I'm someone that probably took it for granted. We had great sunsets every night. We could scream at the top of our lungs and no one would hear us because we're just having fun in our backyard and our neighbors are two miles away. But if you're from the city and you come to the field of dreams, you think, wow, I've never seen this corn. It's something unique when the players show up. I've been there both years when all the players show up. So how does it work for them? Well, they fly to Dubuque. They get bussed to Dyersville, to the movie site, and that's where... They come for the evening. They they get there at about noon. Then they play their game at night. Then they get bussed back to Dubuque. And then they fly to wherever they're going next. This being this year being the, in Cincinnati. They're finishing up that series Saturday and Sunday in Cincinnati. The players show up. And they're taking pictures. They're FaceTiming. They're taking pictures with the ghost players. Who are just folks from Dyersville. They're just folks from Dyersville dressed up. And these players come out and they just laugh and and can't believe that they're playing at the Field of Dreams. And they can't believe that they're playing with without a city, you know, a cityscape behind them. They're playing with corn and a farm. And there's not really any other buildings around as it stands right now. There will be in the future. So we'll see how that looks. But right now there's not. And I was talking with Franny Reyes who was with the Guardians and now he's with the Cubs, he was just smiling from ear to ear. He said in the Dominican Republic, Field of Dreams, they watch that movie all the time. Their game down there is baseball. Of course he knew the movie. He couldn't believe that he was at the site where that movie was shot. So it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to see everyone just happy. No one can be unhappy 
if you're at the Field of Dreams. I was in some broadcasts yesterday, multiple, and at 5 o'clock I did this live hit, as we call it. So I was on air, on TV, whatever. And I was playing catch with a ghost player with the glove from 1919. And it's like, what? This is amazing. And you can bring your glove and play catch with your kid. There was a proposal at home plate when I was doing my my live shot at 5 because it was probably, you know, a movie that meant something to whoever whoever was asking his now fiance to marry him or she loved the movie. I mean, it just you can't go wrong with the Field of Dreams. Now, let's talk about what they're doing in the future at the Field of Dreams. There will not be a Field of Dreams game in 2023. So first of all, that farmer can probably be happy because he won't have to plant corn there. He can plant some beans and then plant corn the next year. Typically, farmers rotate their fields, so that farmer will be happy. Otherwise, the corn's going to be shorter every year and just not as good, even though they do baby it, as I mentioned. Now, here's the plan. Go the distance, baseball. Bought the movie site a couple years ago. Um, I think like eight years ago now. And they've been in the works of trying to revamp the site, make it more appealing to people. Not that it's not appealing, but they want to draw people there for other reasons. So they are adding a youth sports complex. Frank Thomas is leading this charge. So that does bring something to it. The Big Hurt is leading this charge. He's a part owner. He's the COO, I believe. And they're going to put some sports complexes there so that it'll bring more people to that movie site because they'll be there for for their kids' games. They are going to build a hotel. Where's the hotel going to be? It's going to be really right across the street where people were parking today. So I don't know how that will look. I don't know if people will not like it as much as they do. I don't know if you come to the MLB game that it's going to not look like you're in the middle of honestly nowhere. I don't want to say nowhere because it's obviously somewhere, but the boondocks, I mean, it is out there and there's not an easy way to get there. A hotel would obviously be great, but can we hide it a little bit? That would be my personal preference. Make it like one story and maybe put it behind a shelter belt or something. It's just, it's going to stick out like a sore thumb if it goes in the field where people were parking. So we will have to see how the construction looks down the road. Obviously, they're thinking of ways to preserve it because, again, there is a big controversy in that town as it stands. Maybe it's gone away a little bit, but some folks in Dyersville do not want big city stuff coming in, big city people. I mean, Frank Thomas lives in Chicago. He's a big Chicago dude, and he's coming into town and kind of changing their small town Iowa that they that they love, that they've had for a long time. People don't like change. They're not receptive to change. However, if you want to keep this movie alive for a long time, keep doing this. Keep doing this. This movie will live forever. In that movie, the guy that plays, Ray Kinsella is the guy that Kevin Costner plays, but his dad. So in that movie, if you haven't seen it, he and his dad do not get along well. They ended on bad terms and then his dad passed away. Well, his dad comes back as one of the ghost baseball players in the movie. And that actor, he actually opened up a museum just recently 
in Dyersville. He's still around. He lives and breathes these MLB games. He's been at both of them, obviously, and he's a big star at both of them. He had a small part in the movie. He didn't really do anything after that acting-wise. So this guy is just living, eating, sleeping, breathing Field of Dreams because... He stays relevant with these games. He really does. People are taking pictures with him. He's getting interviewed by MLB. He's doing all these features because he was in the movie. And he's someone that he's not from Dyersville, but he keeps coming back and he loves the area. So some of these people are like, even Kevin Costner, he's like, heck yeah, let's keep this movie. Keep people watching this movie because they're going to come back for these MLB games. And they are going to build a permanent structure, so a permanent little stadium there for MLB games. Right now, they actually tear down the stands, their makeshift stands. They keep the field there, but the the seats get torn down. The whole stadium gets torn down and gets put back up. So they're making a lot of changes out there. So could the Twins ever make it there? I will say yes, but I don't think soon. I mean, maybe. I remember when this was first announced, Justin Morneau spoke out about it, and he's like, you know, he wasn't trying, he wasn't speaking out. He was, he was on air for the twins and Dick Bramer and him were talking about it. And he goes like, I mean, it's in August. That's down the stretch. There's some teams actually, you know, making a playoff push at that time. So would playing in a weird stadium that you've never been to with weird travel days, make an impact on your, your eventual record and whatever he's superstitious um he was being nitpicky about it as he was as a baseball player but everyone i've spoke with all the players are like this is awesome we don't care however look at the two teams that played yesterday they're not going to make playoffs they're both you know kind of almost bottom feeders in the uh national league central they're not going to make playoffs so they were they were playing for a good game they were playing for fun a lot of a lot of big names weren't there yesterday joey Votto was obviously but some Many Cubs players are on, are injured. So will there be more games ahead? I do think there will be. And will the Twins ever get there? Probably. I would say yes. Maybe not soon. I don't know. I think I think you want to keep with the Chicago teams, but maybe Twins Brewers or something. You could do Twins White Sox, obviously. I don't know if they're going to branch out and be like, hey, the Dodgers are coming to town. I don't know. But with only seating 8,000, I don't know if the stadium will be bigger down the road. There will be people that will travel. Enough people, it will be a sellout every time. Because this game is amazing. There's nowhere to stay. I mean, I stayed in Independence, which is like 40 minutes away. Uh, the year before, I stayed in Piosta, which is like another 30 minutes away. But last night, if you wanted to get a hotel in Dubuque, which is the biggest city nearby, 900 bucks, I think. 600 to 900 bucks for a hotel room. Obviously, I was looking really late, but... I mean, it's, it's insane. It's insane how expensive things are. But if you have the money and you want to see something great, it's a pretty, pretty great event. So that's really all I wanted to say. I'll give you, I'll leave you here with a couple of fun facts from the movie. We'll do three fun facts from the movie. First one, at the end of the movie, you see the line of cars coming to the baseball stadium that Kevin Costner in the film built. And it was build it and he will come, meaning build it and his dad will come, which has then turned into build it and they will come. And at the end of the movie, you see the cars lined up and they are coming to the field, which is just crazy to think that now that's happened. The MLB game has brought that line of cars to the stadium and it's all Iowa people. 
for a majority, majority of Iowa folks. And in the movie, those were Iowa people that just volunteered their time to be extras in the movie. So all those people in the cars were from the area. They parked their cars out there in a line and they flicked. They flickered their lights from their high beams to their low beams. They weren't driving, but they wanted to make it look like they were driving. And this movie was so low budget that they had one shot. They had a helicopter up. They could only take it for a certain time. And they had a helicopter so that they could film the aerial shot of all the cars. And they weren't sure if it was going to work. And it was a beautiful ending scene. And now when we leave the MLB game, because when you come, it's light out. But when you leave the MLB game, you see all the cars lined up. And I will tell you, it takes about an hour and a half to get your butt out of there. Traffic is horrible after because you're in Iowa. There's tiny roads. They do a good job with local police helping out and kind of moving the traffic along. But it is a zoo getting out of there. However, this year they actually added a Walker Hayes concert after because they wanted to alleviate some of that congestion. So a fun scene to end that film. And they shot that back in 1988. And I actually spoke with some volunteers who were in that car line. They said they had directors walking and kind of telling you what to do with your car, but they really just sat there and tailgated and sat on top of their cars, whatever, because it was dark out and it was just a fun time. And they were in the movie and some of those people were back helping out volunteer this year. Next fun fact, let's go with Matt Damon and, oh, who did JLo just marry? Ben Affleck. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in the movie. They wanted to be at Fenway. They wanted to go to Fenway Park. And there was that scene at Fenway Park in the original movie. And they were extras. They, I don't think, were actually in the movie. They were just in the crowd because they needed people to be in the crowd. So Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were in the crowd. And let's see, what would be the final fun fact? All right, I'll go with this one because it's on the top of my head right now. Tom Hanks actually got the nod to, or he got invited to, what am I saying? He got selected, should we say that? He got selected to play the main role, the Kevin Costner role. But Tom Hanks turned it down. They had thought about Kevin Costner, but he had just gotten done with Bull Durham. And they were like, oh, does he really want to do two baseball movies in a row? Tom Hanks turned it down. Kevin Costner got the role. So those are your three fun facts about the Field of Dreams movie. And that's really all I have. If you're still listening, good for you because I have rambled on. I could go on and on and on about the Field of Dreams. I cannot say enough good things about the game. Really a fun time. So I hope you all have a great weekend. I'll be back to talk a little bit more about the Twins next week. Hopefully things pan out a little bit better than they have for the Twinkies this week. Have a great weekend, everyone. Do you believe? 